Once upon a time, a few basketball crazy individuals from UP Diliman decided that it was once again one time to share their thoughts, their topics, their discussions about basketball to the rest of the world. Ladies and gentlemen, good evening. That's our first episode of the year. I am with Luis Boot, Juanito Gregorio, and Mix Peralta. My name is Javi Palanya. We are the voice of the sixth man from the fifth stand. This is standing room only PH. Luis, uh, prep us for uh, our first episode of the year. All right. Thank you, Javi. So it's good to be back. You know, um, 2020 was rough for everyone, mm-hmm. but the same story is happening again. The game is on hold for most of us. We're not allowed to play. We're not on the courts. The courts are quiet, but we're always treated to NBA basketball. And what a season it's been so far, you know, surprises here and there. So today, we'll be talking mostly about the NBA, which is amazing as usual. And of course, a new segment in this matinee will also be talking about fantasy basketball. So part of following the NBA is the culture. So the culture of basketball and how fantasy is one of those avenues. So now we'll go right at it with the NBA. So your thoughts, boys. Uh, biggest surprise so far this season. It's early, yes, but what is the biggest surprise so far? Let's start with Migs. You know, for me, uh, I really didn't expect the Lakers to be this good this early in the season. Like, talking about Lakers, but we ended NBA talk with Lakers, but Lakers but we ended last NBA season talking about the Lakers. So they were there until, what, late September, early October. And ito, December, they're still at it. Relatively new lineup. Uh, marami silang team week, marami silang natanggal, marami pinasok. But they're still playing excellent basketball. LeBron James has been excellent. I was talking to Sila Luis earlier. I was able to pick up the guy second round in some uh, league group. Like people were thinking, you know, they'll just coast, they'll just score 12 points per game. Kalokohan, Lebron pa rin is Lebron. And he's easily still doing 25, 7 and 7, 25, 5 and 10. And he's still bringing the Lakers, you know, towards victory. Like, I think their game against Chicago, how many clutch moves did he have to do para manalo sila doon when AD was sitting GP like, I don't know if it was an injury or load management or whatever. And same goes for si LeBron naman nagpapahinga, AD stepping up, and then you have all these other role guys. And, you know, it's pretty scary. They're still, you know, they're on the top, tied for top of the West, thinking na it's supposed to be dapat pahinga time nila to and lalaban sila come Feb, come March. Pero no, start early, di ba? Kaya scary things to come from the Lakers. Actually, that's a point we made last time that the Lakers and the Heat would have the lowest period of rest coming into the season. So we thought that they'd take it easy, but apparently not. Uh, they're dominating. And just as every episode, we always like to highlight for LeBron James, put some respect on his name, whether it's in fantasy, whether it's whatever you say on this new woke cancel culture, whatever you want. But LeBron James will always be LeBron James. Let's see though if it when the load management comes. But for now, in relation to fantasy, if you have LeBron, you're good to go. So how about you have? So your biggest surprise so far in the NBA season? Well, um, just to add on to what makes sense, you know, uh, like um, a lot of people thought the Lakers would be um, dominate this season uh, early on, actually, at this point, um, having a new lineup. But I think um, 
it really worked for them that they were um, that them and the Heat were the last ones to finish off the season because uh, it took a it just took a little time for for them to to really get into game shape because they've already been in game shape. So Koti lang yung um but in conditioning and was still there. You know their feet, the feel for the game was still there. They were not out of touch with the game for so long, and that's what worked for them going into the season. Even with the new lineup. Um, Chemistry-wise, um, those added were really um, veterans. Na talaga na sanay na talaga. They're really uh, real professionals of the game, so they really um, know how to blend well with the Lakers. Especially who's really been aging like fine wine. Talagang you don't see him slowing down. He's touching at the rim, you know. Stuff. Even at age 36, and it's really so amazing. All right, how about you, Wanit? Biggest surprise so far? My biggest surprise so far is in the Indiana Pacers. They have a new coach. They have a new system. They, the they're trying to work together. They're work, they're trying to work the the old school two big system. We have Dumanta Sabonis and Miles Turner. Everyone thought na di nagagana yan, old school na yan, luma na yan, de ba? Two bigs and two bigs, no. Trade one of them. Trade Sabonis. Trade Miles Turner. But so far they're six and three, and the losses they have are actually really close. They have a new coach whose name is very hard to pronounce. Nate Bjorken. Bjorken. But I am a fan of this new head coach of the Indiana Pacers. You're listening, Mr. Nate Bjorken. I would love to know what the pronunciation of your name is. But I am a fan. Uh, trying the fact they're trying to this two two big system, which Domanta Sabonis and Miles Turner is taking over. I think they're trying to to ano? Eh, parang buhayin ulit natin tung height is might. And so far, so good. And I I like what I'm seeing with the Indiana Pacers. All right. In line with that, uh, I also feel that there are similar teams who are overperforming. So one would be the Hawks. The other would be the Knicks, and of course, right now, who's top of the East? A lot of people thought the process was over. People thought that Joel Embiid would move, or maybe Ben Simmons. But the Philadelphia 76ers are still top of the East right now, performing well. And the only thing that's stopping them right now is COVID. So back to fantasy. If you have any players in the Philadelphia 76ers, you might want to check the waiver wire because they'll be out indefinitely for at least a week or so. So moving on, uh, let's talk in particular. Well, we talked about. The Lakers a lot. What about uh, the Nets? A lot of people have been watching the Nets, waiting for KD to come back, having a rookie coach in the Canadian goat Steve Nash. What are your initial thoughts on how far the Nets can actually go with what they've shown? Let's start with Juanito this time. I have been watching the Nets. The problem with the Nets is number one attitude. Kyrie doesn't want to play. KD is gonna be on on load management. Uh, Caris, binabangko, ganyan. So, I think that's number one. They have to be in sync. They have to trust the head coach, and the head coach has to trust his players. Number two, I think they have too much ball handlers. Caris Lavert, uh, Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, uh, and they still have a lot. They had Spencer Dinwiddie, which sadly uh, had an ACL tear. Pero talent-wise, this is one of the deepest teams, if not the deepest team. I would actually. Uh, think they would go all the way to the finals. 
uh, early on prediction with with the way they're playing KD is not affected so much by the, the past injury he had KD is still he's averaging what 28 29 30 uh, he's still on top of his game so so far so good they're they're playing so well and with the way they're playing and counting tweak lang siguro sa mga ugali they're going to go all the way to the finals All right, our first prediction for the year. <laughs> so, uh, Juanito predicts that the new the Nets will reach the finals. How about you, Javi? What are your thoughts on the Nets so far? Well, I think this um, this the, the, the way they're playing right now. Um, you know, they're they're five and five right now in the East. Um, and people expected them to maybe you know dominate right away, but I think these are necessary growing pains. For a championship-caliber team like the Nets, um, and these are things that um, are good for them uh, to go through early on in the season. Para pag during them during as the season progresses, they get better and better with their chemistry, um, the way they uh, have their rapport with the first-time head coach and Steve Nash. This is good for them. Uh, KD is playing MVP-caliber basketball, so is Kyrie. Big moves right now. Not affected by his past injuries, and he's playing the same way he's been playing, dominating, and on the on the offensive end, and even affecting the game on the defensive side. And I think this is what the Nets need to do to assert their will more on the defensive end, because often offensive wise, I don't think they're gonna have any problem. You know, they have Kyrie, they have Karis Levert, they have good shooters and Joe Harris. Um, you also have um, Landry Shamet and um, Jared Allen and DeAndre Jordan will lead the way on the defensive end. But I think Kyrie and Katie have to also, um, you know, ha- show their leadership on the defensive end. Being the leaders of this team, they have to show that on both sides of the ball. All right. How about you, Mix? Your thoughts on the Nets? You know, I, I was able to watch a few of the Nets games, and the the games that I've followed, it's either they're very very good. Or they're very very bad, so I attribute whatever's happening to the net really to boil down towards team chemistry. So because you know it's practically a new, well, it's a the core is pretty old. You know, Jared, Jared Allen, see Joe Harris, Benjamin Woody, guys, they've been there so that's for a while. Then you add these two, you know, big name players, Kevin Durant. You add. Uh, Kyrie, Kyrie's been there for a while. Pero alam naman natin yung last year niya medyo parang internship lang hindi naman talaga playing year yun. So so parang ano, parang ngayon parang sila talaga nagjejel, ngayon pa lang talaga nila kinikilala isa't isa. And makikita mo yung sa laro nila na they, they don't know each other that well yet. Uh, it's scary if they do, you know, build that chemistry come the playoffs because they really go far. But if they don't, it'll be just like How you know James Harden and Russell Westbrook worked out, or how you know um, the old school Dwight Howard, Kobe Bryant, Lakers. Na akala natin lahat super duper team pero yung pala major flop. So it it will really either go you know one or two ways talaga, and it really boils down towards the chemistry of this team if they'll be able to uh, take care of that immediately. I agree with that. So the Nets they're here to win this season. I mean they have. Two new additions who are top class, probably first ballot Hall of Fame players, and you also get a new coach. You'd think that if you're building a system, you'd get an experienced coach. But now they're getting into the season 
with a whole new lineup compared to the last year with a new coach. Higher risk, but higher reward. Mm. If it works, it's gonna work. And you know, naman, where I'm going with this, it's Steve Nash. So I don't have to say anymore. Let's uh, go to the West. How about the Phoenix Suns? Well, uh, people haven't noticed really that most teams are playing against teams in their conference. This is for COVID protocols. They're trying to limit travel. So what we're seeing now is the record of teams who've played against other teams in the same conference. So the Phoenix Suns, being in the West, are still 7-3 and three after playing mostly Western Conference teams. Chris Paul, a lot of people counted him out last year, is gelling. Devin Booker hasn't even peaked yet. DeAndre Ayton, no drug problem so far. So it's looking good so far for the Phoenix Suns. Your thoughts on uh, the Phoenix Suns, Javi? Um, I think uh, I've watched uh, a few games of the Suns this season. And I, I think um, what they need to work on, especially Devin Booker, um, it's obvious that they run their offense through him. And uh, I think Devin Booker has to be more of a willing passer at times. There are times that... You know, when the defense give up, eh. that's why um the flow of offense nila So I think he has to um be able to have um better decision making in terms of handling the basketball. No doubt he's a gifted scorer. He's really one of the best um offensive players of this league and star. If you know it's really good that they added Chris Paul, uh, you know, a really established veteran in this league to be able to aid him in his progression towards really superstardom in this league and to be a better player in terms of uh, other facets of this game. So um, really good addition for the Suns to having Chris Paul. Uh, DeAndre Ayton needs to assert his will more inside to be able to open up the space for um, their, their slashers and their shooters, especially David Booker. So the Suns, you know, um, they're on the right track. They're on the right track to be able to crack the playoffs. But again, they're in the West. It's really a tough conference. So they really have to get their shit together if they really want to make the playoffs this year. All right. How about you, Mix? Your thoughts so far on the Phoenix Suns? You know, what I like about the Phoenix Suns this season is so far, see Devin Booker is uh, scoring less. And people would think, you know, scoring less. production, uh, On a fantasy standpoint, malungkot. But on a, and on a team standpoint, it's, it's a good sign because Devin Booker isn't carrying the Suns anymore. It's becoming a lot more team basketball, a lot more you know, dependent on each other rather than dependent on one guy. And Chris Paul has, you know, has a big factor or a big influence towards that output of the Suns. You know, we have one of the best point guards of this era to spearhead your team. And as Devin Booker, he's really a shooting guard. He's eh? not a point guard. So must the shift towards his natural position. And also, you know, the weight of his shoulders allows him to play um, uh, more toward this game. So in terms of improvement among for the Suns, I really feel like well, on Devin Booker's end, just improve your free throw shooting. Let's say for a guy like you, tapos 78%, medyo papalo sa fantasy ko eh. Kailangan yung 85, 85, 86. Tapos, I mean, DeAndre Jordan is another guy. I don't have him on any of my teams, but he shouldn't be a 12 and 12 guy. He's He should be like a 18 and 12 or 18 and 10. You know, someone bigger influence towards this team. But for you know, for the rest of the team, they're really doing well. And if they continue this trend, you know, they'll go far in the playoffs. 
Alright, si Aiton kasi, last year, he performed really well. Pinadrug test. Yan tuloy, nawala for 25 games. Kaya easy-easy lang siya ngayon. Hindi pwede magpakita ka agad. And then back to that. Um, well, yeah. Uh, speaking of Chris Paul, you, Juanito, I remember that your, one of your favorite players was Ricky Rubio, who almost also spearheaded that 8-0 bubble for the Phoenix Suns. What are your thoughts on Chris Paul generally replacing him? I... Chris Paul is doing a better job than Rick. Tadri. Doing a better job than Rick. Chris Paul can control. Ricky cannot control his players. He's a good on-court general. Pero he doesn't have that that impact na akin to, akin to, sundin nyo ako. Ito yung gagawin natin. It, hindi yung ganun yung control niya. Chris Paul is doing that. Which in turn, lumalabas yung tunay na read Devin Booker. Devin Booker is really young. But he's never had that mentor to bring out his game na ah, ganito pala dapat. All the superstars had that mentor na parang ganito pala dapat, ganito pala dapat. And slowly, Devin Booker is maturing. But at this point, at this season, I am not riding the hype yet. I don't think the, the Phoenix Suns are championship contenders as of now. I think they're about 6th or 7th place eventually. No, sorry, Luis. I know you're a Suns fan, but the problem with the Suns is that they're two-sided. Eh. There's the people who play offense. There's the people who play defense. Everybody has to do both. But you have Jay Crowder playing defense. You have Darius Saric shooting the threes. You have DeAndre Ayton just getting the rebounds. DeAndre Ayton is only 13 and 11. Ang scary dito is that ang daming potential. Cam Johnson, DeAndre Ayton, Mikal Bridges, Devin Booker, ang lalim ng potential. But so far, I am not riding the hype. I think yeah. I, I I just want to add to what Juanita said about um the comparison between Chris Paul and Ricky Rubio um spearheading the Suns off. I think what works for Chris Paul is um he has more better on off court rapport with his teammates. He develops that well enough, and I think one of the factors because of this is because Ricky Rubio's not American. He's you know he's he's Spanish, so culture wise, major my barrier, right? Uh, that that's a fact. So I think you, that works well for uh, for Phoenix. That Chris was be uh, more relatable uh, to his teammates. And yes, they have really deep potential. Um, I think they're really going on the red track. Add then. Go ahead. And the role of Ricky Rubio. Another another factor for me is is your skill, your skill on the court. Because definitely Chris Paul is a lot better than Ricky Rubio. And kaya sabihin mo sa NBA. If, if malaki, mas malaking factor yung kung magaling ka sa court, mas nire-respeto ka na agad. Ito, ito. So in the NBA, there are a lot of, you know, um, para leaders, like for example, a Jared Dudley, or back then, like a Joe Smith, with Joan Howard for the later times nung sa, uh, sa Miami. These guys are, or Udonis Haslam, recurrently sa Miami. You'll give you insights, give you tips, you know, become your mentor. Pero you can't really give them as much respect because they don't score... 20 points per game or they don't command on court. Compared to Chris Paul or let's say LeBron or let's say you know KD, Steph, yun, they can really tell you na gagawin ko to. Sumunod ka sa akin. Tapos pag sumunod ka, ito mangyayari. Pag 30 points tayo, mananalo. Mananalo tayo. So parang yun din yung nakikita kong big difference yung dalawa. And it's a good, it's an upgrade. For me, it's an upgrade talaga for the Suns to get CP3 over Ricky Rubio. Sorry, Wanita. Pero din na po siya sa fantasy, kaya huwag ka naman sa 
Alright, so actually I just really wanted to hear a third opinion on the Suns because I'm a fan, so we'd like to end the show na rin. <laughs> Thank you for your uh, Juanito, ano, kano mo na makakalimutan ko just because, ano, nagsalita si Javi and Migs. Anong hindi ka nag-ride sa hype? Anong problema mo? Ha? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Oh. Okay, sige. Inaway si Ricky Rubio. Again, um... For those who are watching, please don't be afraid to uh, comment whatever um, things you want to talk about in fantasy. Please, please, please do comment. May sinabi si BG Ramos, shout out Luke Kennard, diehard fan. <laughs> from the start, one of the only Luke Kennard fans I know. BG Ramos. From the time na nasa, ano pa yan, na nasa college siya sa Kentucky, BG has been one of the best supporters ni Look, actually ako hindi ako Luke Kennard until kinwento ni BG kung gaano siya kalaking Luke Kennard. Eh. Parang na-appreciate ko yun si Luke Kennard dahil kay BG. Alright. Si Luke Kennard yung ano, Alex Caruso na walang Laker hype train. Okay. <laughs> All right, to have his point, actually we're shifting to the next part of our episode. We're going to be talking about fantasy basketball. So this is where we actually encourage everyone to shoot your questions. Do you want to drop this player? Are you looking to trade? Are you just really not good at fantasy basketball? Not saying that we are. Uh, I mean, kami. Uh, we're just trying to help. But if you have any questions related to the NBA or fantasy basketball, now is the time to comment. But speaking of uh, Luke Kennard, so let's talk about the waiver wire. So if you're not familiar with fantasy basketball, generally we understand that you can't win that league without trades, without following the waiver wire. You can't just draft on the first night, let it be, and win the league. So... What is your number one tip as early as now? It's only very early in the season. What's your number one tip for everyone who plays fantasy basketball? Have you? Well, I think um, really just to uh, adapt to how the season goes uh, and uh, add and subtract players that you think will contribute to whatever is needed or what's lacking. Hindi porket star player yung yung isang player, eh, i-add mo na. Hindi porket uh, maganda yung linalaro niya, uh, i-add mo na. It's what you need, yung sa stats mo, kung saan ka kulang, yun talaga yung kailangan eh. That's what uh, I think the, especially for the newbie fantasy players, that, uh, especially, actually, ako, medyo guilty pa ako dyan. Sometimes I just, you know, let my lineup be, but you know, um, progressing into being a fantasy player, you really need to understand that it's not all about uh, how a player plays, it's about what the player contributes to your team. Alright, to that point, I mean, points is just one stat. If you're looking at points only, you're gonna be ending up, at, what, 9-1 <laughs> every week? <laughs> how about you, Mix? Your number one tip for fantasy players. Actually, ako, it's it's a it's a big tip. Parang medyo uh, um, combo tip siya. So your team will really be based on your first two picks a draft year. So you base it on your of course your first pick. Na dun talaga magagaling most of your stats, and then you draft players in accordance with that first pick. So especially if you're playing head to head, always remember that you just have to win five stats, kung nine cat, kung eleven cat, the six stats per week. So just think of those five stats that you want focus on. For if you got Rudy Gobert as your second pick, and let's say Andre Drummond as your first pick, wag na maghanap ng point guard na matas mo free throw. Kasi uh-huh. yung pang na yung free throw mo agad sa dalawang yun. Wag ka na rin maghanap ng three-point shooters kasi yun na yun eh. 
papant mo na yun. Focus ka na sa rebound, focus ka na sa blocks, focus ka na sa field goal percentage. Tapos hanap ka na lang ano pa, points, uh, steals, um, kung ano pang stats na available. Turnovers kasi puro nga sila big guys, so baka wala naman turnover. Tapos doon ka na lang magbabase ng laro mo. Pero really it boils down to who you get on the first two picks. Kasi it's hard din naman to base your first five stats, the five stats you want to go around, and miss out on a great player that you're aiming to get, you know, yung stats na inisip mo na. It's really based on the draft. And after that, sipag lang sa waiver wire, tapos mananalo ka rin. Alright, great point. Um, in short, mag-alay kayo. You can't have it all. You can't win 9-0, 11-0 every week. So, Play it wisely. How about you, Winito? Your fantasy tip. My fantasy tip, guys, is check the other stats. I've been playing fantasy since I was grade 5. Damn! <laughs> but up until I was around first year, second year college, I was only looking at five stats. Points, rebounds, assists, blocks, steals. Which in turn, I had the best players with those five stats. But I don't always win the championship. I always traded for Russell Westbrook. I always traded for LeBron James. Pero yung field goal percentage wala, ang baba, yung turnovers wala, ang taas. So, you know, eventually, marirealize mo as a big go on, hindi lang pala lima yung stats. So you have to check the other the other stat lines. You know, one of my favorite guys is si Barry, di ba? Mm-hmm. He, he, check mo yung iba yung mga three-point made, yung mga uh, field goal percentage, yung mga hindi masyadong pinapansin ng tao kasi may percentage sign eh. Nakakainis nga naman, bakit may percentage sign yan? Diba? Pero pag naiintindihan mo siya ng maayos and alam mo paano i-tweak yung lineup mo, just kung paano mo babalasahin ng maayos yung mga players mo, it's gonna be an easy championship. Alright. So, I took all the notes na ready na mag-fantasy basketball. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, my personal tip would be to generally follow Shams, follow Watch. You gotta stay updated. You gotta watch the games. Um, I mean, fantasy basketball in general is more for, you know, an extra reason for us to follow the game. It's something we watch. It's something we Google. What what are the stats today? Generally, you have to be aware with news. If someone gets injured, someone's gotta fill up that spot. And it keeps moving. It keeps cascading. So the waiver wire is what applies here. If someone gets injured, someone's gotta play. And of course, the first people who'll break that news is Shams and watch so it's stay updated enjoy the game and always follow everything on the nba so next question for fantasy based on what we've seen in relation to the nba if you were to draft first pick right now who would you draft Juanito. Bigat ng tanong. but you know, i have been staying loyal for the past few how many years i'm still going with Giannis. Still going with Giannis, you know. As as you said, you can't really perfect all the stats. I'm, I might have to give up the the three points made, uh, but all lahat completo si Giannis. You have points, you have rebounds, you have assists, you have steals, you have blocks. You're getting high field goal percentage. You might have a low free throw percentage and low three points, but other other else, inside mababa ano. Giannis uh, doesn't have the highest turnovers, so. Uh, I'm still sticking with Giannis. I still think 
he he might be the MVP. Uh, and with that, I think he's good. He's still the number one pick for me. All right. How about you, Mix? Your number one pick if you were to draft tonight. Actually, for for this season, it was a toss up for me. I never won a first pick in three leagues, but if I had it, I would have chosen either Yanis or AD. But leaning more towards Yanis because of longevity in the games, and also you must dynamic your stats. Although AD was for the build around, because must patag your stats all around. But yeah, I'd go Yanis overall. And you just specialize all of your uh, supporting cast based on Yanis's needs, and uh, you can't go wrong, naman eh. Off 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 day na kay Yanis in 2010, two assist, one steal, one block. Off day na yun yung yeah, sense. Hindi siya load management si Yanis. Yun yung maganda kay Yanis. Oh. Naluro niya yung buong game, 40 minutes, di ba? 40, 45 minutes niya. So yeah, I I also go Yanis. Alright, two for two for the freak so far. How about you, Habs? Well, I uh, I think Giannis is definitely a good top pick if you're uh, the drafting in fantasy. But also a good player to build around is I believe Steph Curry, because uh, Steph covers uh, a lot of uh, the stats uh, that are considered in fantasy. We have the points, he has three point three, uh, three points, three point percentage, free throws, uh, some assists maybe. Um, with Giannis, yeah, Giannis, um, but. LeBron's also a good player to draft first, but the problem with drafting LeBron first is LeBron's already in his 17th season, so definitely there there will be games that he will sit out on, and that's what uh, Giannis has advantage on. Nah, mas maraming games na in compared to LeBron, and AD definitely also a good pick uh, to build around with. Ako naman um, yung top pick ko dito sa isa kong league si James Harden pero alam ko tama yung ginawa ko medyo nagsisisi ako pero <laughs> okay naman so far actually kay Harden kung wala lang kung walang Houston issues the internal issues within Houston yeah yeah siya siguro first pick over here over Giannis but with the whole fiasco sa Houston may scary hindi mo alam ano mangyayari sa kanila okay din ako kay Luka kasi pogi si Luka eh Oh bro, oh so we have two for freak, one for Stefan. Oh bro, Sabiko, the question was if you were to pick the night, why aren't you guys picking Lonzo Ball? Ah uh, sorry. Lamelo. Lamelo. Lamelo Ball. Why aren't you guys picking Lamelo Ball? You already did a triple double tonight. He's gonna do it every game. You gotta believe in the big baller, Brad. I mean, no, just kidding. So if I have to pick, to get more playing time if he has to, if he wants to do that. Tonight. You got the Jordan mentality. Don't forget, Michael Jordan owns the Charlotte Hornets, so he's gonna shine. Now. Well, if I were to pick number one right now, uh, I think it would still obviously the it would be Giannis for me. The same because. In short, bigs are hard to get, especially in deep leagues. So having your center piece as a big who will get you all or mostly every single category would be a good first pick. So next, on the other end, biggest sleeper so far. So if you're not familiar, sleeper is a term for someone who is underrated in fantasy basketball. So someone people usually overlook. Who is your sleeper pick? Let's talk about waiver wire. So generally, who do you think should be picked up or should never be? But 
finds himself in the waiver wire every now and then. Let's start with Javi. Uh, I think one of the sleepers for this season is, has been Keldon Johnson. He's been, you know, under the radar, you know, uh, drafted. Dra- drafted ba siya or undrafted? Undrafted siya, di ba? Drafted, drafted. Drafted siya. But, you know, no- nobody really expected him to blossom into uh, what-, what he's playing now. He has been um, consistent at some time, but again, being a rookie, he has that uh, he has some games that underperforming, but he's a definitely good pickup uh, if you're uh, looking for players to pick up. All right, how about you, Mix? You're a sleeper. Alam mo yung life mo pinipit na hidden ano hidden a player lagi sa waiver wire. Si ano Bielitsa ng Sacramento Kings. Uh, every now and then, aabangan ko lagi yan. Kapag na-injure si Marvin Bagley or kung sino man yung center ng Sacramento. Back then, ito si Collie Stein, si Rashawn Holmes, injured din yan. So whenever Bielitsa gets time, medyo garbage yung stats niya. Pero Matic, 14-5-3-1-1. And for a guy that you pick up from the waiver wire, Matt, okay na okay na yun. Duruin mo, di nga siya last pick mo, waiver pick lang. But, with with the waiver wire naman in general, usually you keep those two spots sa roster mo na pabago-bago talaga yan every week. Kung sino yung hot player. Right now, yung point guard ng Philadelphia, yung si Waxi. Yeah. He scored 31 points today. 39. Because, uh, 39. 39. Because wala si Ben Simmons. Tapos wala si Seth Curry because of the COVID protocol. So you think about that, because in the NBA, naman lahat naman din magaling, lahat naman din makakascore. It's just a matter of meron ba sila playing time to do their part. So if they get the playing time, they're gonna give you the stats. So you need crucial na tinitignan sa pagdating ng NBA. Tyrese Maxey has been uh, the number one player added on waivers uh, based on Yahoo Sports. Donovan Mitchell Light, sure. Medyo, medyo, medyo. Pwede, pwede. All right. How about you, Anit? Your sleeper pick. Wait. So, ano, ang, ang sa nag-comment si Darrell Arevalo, ang tip ni Anit dapat hindi to pick Lamelo at round three. So, yes, <laughs> our viewers, I made a bad decision in one of our league. Hindi naman round three. It was round four. <laughs> so, I really made a big leap and tried to get Lamelo. And pare, tignan mo naman. Lamelo just got two tear trip dubs. So, mukhang, mukhang namang nagpa-pan out yung, yung pick ko na yun. For my tip na sleeper, um, guys, check out Michael Carter-Williams. Okay, this guy has been has been up and down. Eh. Parang, gusto ko ba to? Ayaw ko ba to? Gusto ko ba to? Ayaw ko ba to? Now, Markel Fultz has suffered than ACL tear. Uh, the starter is Cole Anthony. Cole Anthony has been inconsistent kasi he's, he's a rookie. And wala nang ibang guards. The next guards they have are Evan Fournier, Terrence Ross. These guys cannot dribble. So the next guy on your list is Michael Carter-Williams. This guy is actually averaging five rebounds and more than a steal a game. So hindi napapansin ng tao because he's gonna have low points all the time. This guy cannot shoot a three. This guy cannot... This guy is slow. Pero this guy can really rebound and this guy can really uh, steal the ball. And this guy can defend from 1 to 3 because he's about 6'6". And with the injury of Markel Fultz, for sure this guy 
um, coming off an injury, na minor lang naman, he's gonna get minutes for sure. I'm I'm predicting he's gonna get about seven, five, and six consistently in about one steal and about half a block. That's already five stats na mabigat. So you guys should check him out. Right. comment pa nang sa Go ahead. si Jago Sabi niya, shout out Jello Boat, smartest value pick, Tyrese Halliburton. Yes, right. yes. Yeah, so Jago is in the same league as I am over with the, with the colleagues of Titan. So yeah, uh, Halliburton was my uh, sleeper pick, a late pick, but it's in those gambles that really pay off. So, you know, you gotta follow the rookies, you gotta bet like on Uh-oh. who's that. So my sleeper pick, apart from Halliburton, right now, particular to what's happened, is getting Mo Wagner. Just a very quick prediction with Bryant's injury for the Wizards. The starting center is out. Who are you going to pick between Robin Lopez or Mo Wagner? I think it's going to be Mo Wagner. It's going to get you decent percentage, couple of rebounds, uh, minimal turnovers, bigs, you know naman. So I think Mo Wagner would be a wise pick in deep leagues right now. If you need rebounds, if you need percentage, maybe a block or two. So, yeah, that's my sleeper pick for now. Wala yung mga titan. Nakuha ko na siya kanina bago sabihin to. So, wow, you guys. Uh, so, ayun. Uh, well, if you have any more questions with regard to fantasy basketball, just shoot them up in the comments. But I think I want to go back to the NBA. So, we were talking about who would be your first pick in the fantasy league right now. So, let's revert that to a different question. Who is the MVP right now? Way too early. Not a prediction, but who's been the MVP so far in the NBA. I'll start first for once. I think it's Julius Randle. Julius Randle has put the Knicks right now in a playoff position. If the playoffs started today, the Knicks are there. And that's because of Julius Randle's basketball right now. He's also in my fantasy team. So kaya medyo bias. But it is what it is. I mean, the Knicks have been like the Suns, down and out for the longest time. So now he can shine with less power forwards in the lineup. So I think if I were to vote for MVP right now, it's got to be Julius Randle. What about you, Mix? Really, one of my... Ano ba to? Like, league MVPs or my fantasy MVP? Uh, no, regular <laughs> league. League MVP. Ah, okay, okay. Well, actually, my bias would still go to LeBron. Again, <laughs> you know, top of the league, Lakers tied with, tied with the Suns. I don't know if they're top of the league or top of the West. Tapos, ito pa rin yung stat line niya. He's still doing what he does best. Ano ba stats niya? 24 points, 8 rebounds, 8 assists. Tapos, medyo managed pa yung minutes niya sa lagay na yan. He's doing pretty well. He's leading the team. Mas marami pa nga yung break days si, ano, off days si Anthony Davis. Eh. And diba? He's still doing what he does best. And I can't say anything else kasi last year naman, the reason ba't manalo si... Giannis kasi better daw yung standing ng uh, Milwaukee. So, kung sa pang standing lang din, eh, sige, dyan pa rin. But we'll see. I doubt na he'll retain this uh, value kasi for sure mag-load management din yan. For sure magko-coast na lang sila once they uh, get a playoff berth. So, sige natin how that happens. Alright. So, one vote so far for Julius Randle and one vote so far for LeBron. How about you, Habs? Actually, uh, I have to agree with what um, Bry Ops commented. Nikola Jokic is really playing great basketball right now. And he's 
not I, I believe when I checked the MVP ladder, the NBA first put out LeBron's number one, but I don't think um, Nikola Jokic fell under the top five. I really believe he's playing MVP caliber basketball right now. Um, he's a really asserting his will more. He's rebounding better, and he's really uh, playing great for the Denver Nuggets. And if he really uh, does this consistently and doesn't get injured, sana talaga. Um, but with you know, medyo minsan magaalangan ka pa kasi you know with the way he moves, medyo nakakatakot pa rin eh. because yung size niya and the way he handles the basketball, um, you know, full court, tumatakbo siya parate. Medyo nakakatakot. But if he really sustains this kind of play, I think he'll be a, a, a top MVP contender by the end of the se- season. Alright. Different opinions so far. How about you, Winito? Your MVP so far. Well, to start the season, I had a prediction na Trey Young. But I think I'm retracting that decision because they're mm-hmm. starting. But uh, I think for now, my vote will be I will go with Team Poggy. I think it's going to be Luka Doncic. No, Luca has been Luca has been carrying the team without Chris Stapps. They're actually still number six with five and four. Napakahirap gawin nun. Uh, he has bigs na Dwight Powell, Maxi Kleba, uh, Willie Collison has been very inconsistent and still is still close to to uh, triple double. I think he's twenty seven nine and eight, which is still MVP numbers. If he can get the wins, for sure he's winning the MVP. Walang load management, so. For me, I'm going with Team Poggy, Luka Doncic. All right, let's talk about Luka Doncic. So, a lot of people are saying that he's next. I mean, um, media outlets wanted Zion to be the next GOAT candidate. But it seems that Luka Doncic isn't hyped. A lot of people know that. A lot of people have seen what he's capable of. But... Does he still have room for improvement? Like, is he really gonna get better? He's a young player, but you know, naman with Europeans, they have a different plateau compared to the regular American NBA basketball players. So, what are your thoughts on Luka Doncic's career? Like, how far is he actually gonna go, and how good is he actually going to get? And to add, Paul Pierce said that he sees a lot of himself in Luka. Do you agree? So three questions about Luka Doncic. How good is he going to be? How far is he going to go? And who's better, Luka or Paul Pierce? Like peak Paul Pierce and current Luka Doncic. Let's start with Mix. Actually, actually, medyo mag-agree ako kay Paul Pierce. Ah? Yeah. Alam mo bakit? Alam mo ba? Let me explain. Let me explain. Si Luka is a crafty, burly guard forward. Na medyo ganun din yung laro ni Paul Pierce at his peak eh. Medyo malapad, big boy. Hindi siya the most muscular guy pero may pagka, may, 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 may um. Pag binackdown, di ma, basta basta tutumba. Not the fastest uh, playmaker, ball handler. But can, ano, but can do enough tricks to, you know, shift you away. Medyo yung mga dream shake, yung mga shake and bake moves. Ganun din naman si Paul Pierce dati. But definitely not the same level. Para lang na sinabi ni Paul Pierce, magaling siya kay Dwayne Wade. Ilo mo gano'n. Balik ka na lang sa wheelchair mo, Paul Pierce. Anyway, anyway. The, the thing with Luka Doncic kasi is, for me, ah, what, what, what I see na, na will be something to see moving forward in his career is he's still young. That's one. And second, medyo yung, yung kanyang body type, hindi pa mama eh. 
Yung pagkatotoy po eh, yung katawan niya eh. Medyo baby fats pa nga yung katawan niya, di ba? Actually. So, yeah. remember Giannis when he entered the league? He was lanky, medyo stick figure. Pati si Rudy Gobert, ganun din pumasok sa league. Pati si Chris Tops, ganun din pumasok sa league. After three to four years of American diet, tsaka NBA weights, weights room, alam mo yun? Lalaman ka din eh. Tapos, yung athleticism, darating na darating naman yun eh. Pero si ano, si Luca, wala pa sa kanya yun. Hindi pa, hindi pa siya nandun sa level na yun na Batak Lord. Eh kung naging Batak Lord yan, ewan ko nalang ano kung nangyayari sa NBA. Diba? Kahit hindi siya maging ganun, consistent na siyang ganyan na medyo pretty boy vibe. Parang Steph Curry. Eh, okay pa rin. Maganda pa rin yung magiging career path niya. But the sky's the limit with regards to that thing, that aspect of his game. So we'll see how that goes. Alright, someone connect Luka Doncic to Aitona performance. Someone do that. Someone get Mix Aitona's number to Luka so he can become the GOAT. What about you, Habs? Your thoughts on Luka Doncic? Well, um, first of all, <laughs> I don't really like Paul Pierce as an analyst. One of the worst analysts of all time. Sobra. <laughs> but yeah, I think, you know... Um, to to some to some uh, to, to to credit him at some certain point um medyo tama naman yung sinabi niya pero i don't think a lot of him in luka a little of him in luka <laughs> towards making the point tama naman pero you know he's he's really a different dimensional type of player he can pass uh, you know his feel for the game is different what pieces score definitely pero luka's more multidimensional in terms of luka getting better pa I think he um, skill-wise, um, he already has it because he's been a pro since what, 15, 14, and you know he's been developing that those skills early on compared to these other players because he's been playing with the big boys at a very young age. But uh, I think what he uh, can get better on uh, as he progresses in the NBA is his conditioning, uh, you know, his athleticism, um, the way he moves. That's where he's gonna get improved on because you know his skills right now, they're they're really um, uh, through the roof. Uh, they're uh, uh, equivalent to NBA veteran skills already because he's been playing pro basketball for so long. That's why uh, I think he's gonna improve more on his conditioning, his athleticism as his career progresses. All right, how about you, Winit? Your thought on Mr. Poggy? As your words, not mine. Okay, unahin ko yung kay Paul Pierce. I actually agree. Even before, even on his rookie year, even on his first week, this guy plays like Paul Pierce. This guy is slow, pero he, he, he makes the right decisions. He makes it very precisely. And yung explosiveness niya is not as explosive as the other athletes, pero it's the right explosive where he knows when to use it. The problem is, it's coming from Paul Pierce himself. So yun yung pag- <laughs> That's what destroys it. You know, coming from Paul Pierce, ang pangit makinggan eh, kasi ang pangit ng analyst talaga. <laughs> But, you know, he, he actually, he's actually correct in that sense. Speaking about Luka's talent, offensively, I don't think Luka can add a lot pa on his arsenal. But this is already perfect. He's already getting, what, 35, 38 points easily. It's already perfect. The numbers, it's not gonna get as high pa as we expect. Malabo naman siguro mag 35, 12, and 12 pa tong taong to. Okay. What he needs is number one, maturity. How does he bring his team up? Okay. Number two is defense. He's not the best defensively. I think he's 
probably nasa middle. If you were playing 2K, I would only put a C plus on his defense. Dahil it's not it's not yet it's not yet there. So if he can bring up his teammates and eventually uh, bring up his defense as well, he can eventually be in that goat conversation. But while he has no defense and while he's still young and stat-wise pa lang in talent ang napapakita niya, he's only gonna be Mr. Poggy to me. All right, I have to agree with all of those opinions. Uh, and the Paul Pierce, I don't know if Lucas shits his pants during a game. Then let's get back to Paul Pierce. But yeah, uh, I think uh, to everyone's point about Luka Doncic is that with anything in the NBA, skills can be honed, conditioning can be fixed, talent is something that people look for, and Luka Doncic has it. What's next is his mentality. How much does he want to win? Does he want to get better? It's those players who succeed. It's those players who reach the finals. It's those players who generally lift themselves up. And as what Benito said, lift the team up as well. So it's very exciting to have someone like Luka Doncic. I mean, this generation alone, we already see who's next in line in the NBA. So you got your Jason Tatum, you got Trey Young, you got Donovan Mitchell, Devin Booker. So the NBA is definitely in good hands. So... One more thing before we end is your way, way, way too early bias aside, fantasy aside prediction. Who is the front runner right now for the NBA Finals, both East and West, and who will take it? Who wants to go first? If you already have an answer, go ahead. I'll go. I'll go first. I'll go first. I'm going with the best talented teams. I think it's going to be Lakers box. Huh? Last year, I I said Lakers box to start. Uh, lang yung box because in the bubble, they weren't playing well. But for me, it's, I think it's still the Lakers box. I think Giannis is bound to be in the finals at this point. Man, mukhang, ano naman siya, mukhang, he seems focused enough. The addition of Drew Holiday gives gives them the Eric Bledsoe with leadership type and a little bit more shooting. So, mabigat sa akin na meron ng leadership Giannis and he doesn't have to be that full-on leader. And uh, uh, Chris Middleton is playing like a superstar, surprisingly. I wasn't a fan of him, but he's showing me something different. And uh, I think it's going to be the Lakers box. Lakers, we don't need a lot of words. You know, you have LeBron, you have AD. That's it. So it's going to be Lakers box. And who'll come out of that final series for you, Juanito? If it was the Lakers uh, in the box. I think it's going to be the Lakers. I'm a Lakers fan, pero masakit na mapiti ko. But, you know, I think it's going to be the Lakers. Alright. How about you, Migs? Why Eventually, mahabol yung championship si Kobe. Ah, hindi. 5-5 lang naman. Sakali. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Ako, I'd, I'd also go Lakers because sa West, uh, not a lot of teams in the West really um, got better. They looked top down. The teams that got better were teams that you wouldn't really expect to make it far in Matsala if they didn't. For example, the Suns, you know, they got better from a bottom-seeded team to a solid playoff team. But the rest, the strongest contender, pa, the Clippers, parang they got consolation, ano eh, consolation picks rather than the, the main you know, improvements that you expect. Nila. And losing Montrez Harrell to the Lakers was a big for the Lakers. Um, yeah, Lakers for the West for sure. For the East, 
I won't go Bucks because I don't think Drew Holiday is the missing piece for the Bucks, and I feel like there'll still be the same issues coming from them. Bakay bang masapan if they got the the younger Bogdanovich na sila magkapatid. Si Bogdan, Bogdan. But I don't know. I'll go for the Nets actually for the East. Simply because I do feel like Steve Nash will be able to make the team work. And uh, I swear, bro, I swear. <laughs> and I also feel like one way or another, rather than just clash. But I do feel like the Lakers will still overcome that uh, Brooklyn Nets team. It'll be a good matchup though, because the Nets do have enough bigs to match up with the bigs of the Lakers. So we'll see about that. But yeah, Lakers versus Nets, and I go Lakers first. All right, two for the Lakers so far. How about you, Habs? Yeah, I think I have to agree. Uh, well, Daryl Revelo said Lakers Nets also. I think it's also Lakers Nets, man. Pero sabi ni Daryl, basta hindi na raw flat earther si Kyle. But yeah, it's, it's still going to be Lakers in, Lakers in the West because I think the roster additions that they made really um, took them to the next level. Um, you have Mark Gasol, who's really defense, his decision making when he has the ball on top, you know, those dribble handoffs, when to hand it off, when to, dri- when to take handoff and drive. And um, Wesley Matthews, an elite defender, guy who can shoot the three, definitely upgrades from um, Dwight Howard and uh, JaVale McGee and uh, Danny Green. I think um, uh, these players will really um, get them far again in the West, and I think they will be on top again in the West. And the way LeBron's playing, I don't think there's anything slowing him down. If Kyle Kuzma steps up further, this will be good for them. Alex Russo's just getting better as his, as his career progresses. And for the East, you know, um, I think the Nets, these are just early growing pains, these kinds of losses. And I think these are necessary growing pains if they want to make it far. I think Steve Nash is really an um, established leader. He just has to prove it on the coaching standpoint. Uh, Kevin Durant and Kyrie, I think they're developing more as leaders now in their careers because they want to win chips um, on their own. They've been, you know, on stack teams. Kyrie had LeBron before. KD had Steph and um, Clay and Draymond Green. But now, um, I think that maturity level is coming uh, up for them because they really want to prove that they can carry a team by themselves. All right. So, three Lakers, the champion. On the East, we have one, Winito, sorry, uh, Bucks. And um, two for the Nets. I agree with the Lakers. I think it's going to be, we'll finally get that LA LA matchup for the Western Conference Finals that we waited for last year. And the Lakers will get past that, as you guys mentioned, because of the additions. On the East, though, I do feel that something different is going to happen. I think the Boston Celtics are going to make it to the finals. Okay, so here's what happened last year. Listen out. So the Boston Celtics made it to the conference finals but lost out to the Miami Heat. They lost that opportunity and they're hungry. What more that they're younger, more experienced, making it that far, they can be ready when the time comes to face the Brooklyn Nets. The Brooklyn Nets are going to have a hard time when it comes to experience because the chemistry that they'll build during the regular season might be different when it comes to playoff time. So I feel that Boston is due to finally make it to the finals. Apart from that, think about it from the NBA's perspective. 
right now there are two teams who have the most NBA titles. There's a tie. Lakers and Boston. So what better than to have them fight against each other to the death, diba? Parang ganon. So it's good for the NBA and I think that the Celtics are actually gonna finally make that leap to the finals to eventually lose to the overwhelming Los Angeles Lakers for ring number five. Put respect on his name to LeBron James. Again, we are not analysts. We are just fans of the game. We are not a news outlet. Please do not cancel us. We are just making predictions. But yeah, um, before we close, Juanita, do we have any shoutouts that you want to make for our viewers to start off the year? I just want to thank everyone who watched Darrell and Bry. You know, these guys are uh, uh, very active viewers of us. Jaguar Sembio, thanks for watching. Uh, to, to everyone, uh, actually, madami tayong viewers tonight. I am uh, very pleased to say that thank you all for watching tonight, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for supporting us. Thank you, guys. Now, I want to give a shout out to, to um, Coach Mo Gingerich, who, viewed, uh, who was watching us, uh, Alex Silvestre, Dale Termoso, Joshua Drueco, Ranmig Bernardo. Mga UPCHK peeps, thank you for watching. Thank you for the support talaga. And um, shout out to my mom also who's watching. Hello po dita. Give po. All right, guys. Uh, without further ado, thank you again for viewing our first episode of 2021. There will definitely be more to come. Um, watch out for our episodes. If you missed our live sessions on Facebook, you can catch us on Spotify. Just you in Standing Room Only PH on the search bar. Don't forget to follow us on our social media accounts. We are at www.facebook.com slash SROPH. On IG, we are at SRO.PH. And for MIGS, Juanito and Luis, this has been Javi. Thank you again. Good evening. This has been like Javi. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. And... Oh, no, so let's do that one more time. So one more time at the end. So for 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 Migs, Juanito, Luis, this has been Javi. And we are the voice of the sixth man from the fifth stand. S R O P H over and out. Oh.